Welcome back to the Toledo Rockets podcast. I am your host, Brian Nowicki. And today we're going to do an update on men's and women's basketball. Uh, first of all, we're going to look at the men's basketball team for the Rockets. A big 70-63 to victory on Saturday evening at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan has not been very good this year. Record is 6-19, and 3-9 in the MAC. But... Games at Eastern Michigan have seemed to be pretty tough for the Rockets in the past, and this game was no exception. Um, they also played in Toledo earlier this year, and it was a rather close game. Uh, so definitely a team that has played well against Toledo, but Toledo has been able to sweep the series this year against the Eagles, um, winning, of course, 70-63 to in this game. And for Toledo... 19 and 6 overall now, 10 and 2 in the MAC. And it was uh, Coach Todd Kowalczyk's 250th career victory at the University of Toledo as the head coach at Toledo. So, congratulations to Coach K for that. And uh, let's dig in a little bit to some of the stats from this game. So, first of all, the first time that they played at Eastern Michigan, um, <clears throat> Imani Bates had a huge, or it wasn't at Eastern Michigan the first time, I'm sorry. The first time they played Eastern Michigan in Toledo, Imani Bates of Eastern Michigan had a huge, huge game. Um, I think he ended up with like 43 points in that game or something like that. Um, Toledo had Raheem Moss guarding him very closely in this game, and he just could not get going. Um, he ended up with four points. Uh just was not a good game for him at all. He actually missed two dunks in the game as well. Um, you know, Moss just did a great job covering him. They did have somebody, however, that really did score a lot. Tyson Acuff, um, he had 36 points. Acuff, I should say. He had 36 points. Um, and he's been over 30 points now for, I think it's four games in a row. Um, so he's played really well for Eastern Michigan lately as they've really improved and they've gotten better defensively. For Toledo, it was their ninth straight victory, um, but it's the first time in a while that they haven't been over 80 points, only scoring 70 points. You know, Eastern Michigan played well defensively and Toledo just did not shoot the ball that well, to be to be honest, really. Uh, they shot 39% from the game. That's both in the first half and the second half. They shot right around 39%. Um, they were only 21% from the three-point line, which, you know, from three-point land, that's usually Toledo shoots better than that. Uh, they did shoot pretty good, though, from the foul line uh, for the game, 85%. Down the stretch in the second half, 92%. So that was really a big piece there. Um, but, you know, this was a low-scoring game. It was 34-31, Toledo led by three at halftime. And you kind of got the vibe going then that it was going to be a bit of a defensive struggle. Um, the second half certainly played out that way. Uh, Toledo outscored Eastern Michigan 36-32 in the second half. But Eastern Michigan was right there throughout the game and actually took a four-point lead with, you know, about five minutes or so to play in the game. And then... Toledo did what Toledo does. They, they've been around for quite a while here. They, they, they won, you know, back-to-back -back MAC regular season titles, and they're used to being in tough games, close games, and winning. And um, 
Eastern Michigan is, you know, a young team. They, they haven't won a lot and they're not at that same point that Toledo is with how to win late in the game. And that was the difference. Toledo kind of pulled away there and ended up winning by seven. Um, so that was a big part of it. And you look at the scoring for Toledo, Ray J. Dennis, again, led the team 18 points. Um, he also had 10 rebounds, by the way, in this game, which was really good to see from him. Um, Cedric Milner and Dante Maddox each added 17 points as the only other scorers in double figures. JT Shoemate, who's usually in double figures, had eight points in this game. Um, so, you know, again, Ray J. Dennis was huge for the Rockets, no doubt about it. Um, like I had already men- mentioned, Raheem Moss, his his defensive pressure um, on Bates from Eastern Michigan really held him in check throughout the game. Um, I think Moss is becoming one of the best defenders in the conference, in the MAC, And um, it was definitely evident, I think, in this game with how he played defensively. And, you know, he does a, a strong job, you know, quality minutes and everything when he's in there. He, he's a starter on the team. Um, you know, he only scored four points, but he did have seven rebounds. And his, his defense was spectacular. And he was two of two from the foul line, so he contributed to that really good foul shooting as well. So for the Rockets, you know, they're now 10-2 and two overall. Um, bit of a surprise, Ohio beat Akron earlier in the day. So Toledo and Kent State now are tied for first place. Akron has fallen down to a tie for third place with Ball State. Um, if the season ended today... Toledo would be the number two seed. They played Kent State at Kent State and lost earlier this season, 75-63. So Kent State is the number one seed at this point. If the season, regular season ended today, they would be the number one seed in the MAC tournament. Toledo would be the number two seed. And then Ball State beat Akron when they played so far. So Ball State would have the number three seed and Akron the number four seed. Now, Akron still plays Ball State again and could beat them and change that all up. Um, Akron still has to play Toledo as well. And um, they play Kent State in the last game of the regular season. So Akron has pretty tough schedule remaining if you take a look at it. Um, Actually, they play at Eastern Michigan, who's been playing better lately. And that's their next game this Tuesday. Um, Then they will play Buffalo. Then they play at Toledo. Um, Then they have a game at home against Western Michigan. Should be an easier game for them. One of the uh, teams down at the bottom of the conference, um, in the Mid-American Conference. But then they've got Ball State at home and then at Kent State to finish the season. So when you look at really those three of those last four games, you know, at Toledo um, and then the games against Ball State and at Kent State, those are going to be really tough for Akron. So Akron has a very difficult schedule the rest of the way through. Toledo, when you look at their schedule the rest of the way through, isn't as bad. Um, Their next game on Tuesday, they're hosting Miami. Then they have the big game against their main rivals at Bowling Green on Saturday. Then they host Akron. Then they're hosting Buffalo, then at Central Michigan, and then they finish at Ball State. I think I said this before that um, 
end of the regular season in the MAC is going to be pretty crazy because you have Akron playing at Kent State and then you have Toledo at Ball State. And um, as we are right now, those are the top four teams in the conference. Uh, you know, Toledo right now sitting at the number two seed and Ball State the number three seed. So that game's going to be fairly pivotal. Ball State and Akron are a game behind Toledo and Kent State in the standings. So they're not out of it either, you know, of getting the regular season title and a number one or even number two seed. Um, but if, you know, if the uh, season kind of plays out with Toledo and Kent State continuing to win um, and they finish in a tie for first place, Kent State will have the number one seed because they beat Toledo. And they only play once this year. They don't play a second time. So that one game would be the tiebreaker if they finish tied. It's the two only two teams tied for first place. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think, you know, I've said this before. It, you know, it, between the number one and number two seed, it may help a little bit. But outside of that, you pretty much had to figure most likely it looks like unless there's a collapse, Toledo's going to be the number two or number three seed, right? Um, or at least the number two or number three, if not the number one seed. And there's not really much of a difference between number two and number three. Um, if you went out in the MAC tournament, you're still playing in the semifinals against the other team that's either number two or number three. Um, if you're the number one seed, you get the number four seed which at this point, the top four teams are all within a game of each other. So there's not a whole lot of difference between number one, number two, number three, and number four, to be honest. And that's kind of how it's playing out right now that we're looking at Kent State, Toledo, um, and then Akron and Ball State, or I should say Ball State and Akron, since Ball State currently holds the tiebreaker over Akron. Um, so those four teams, they've been the best throughout the year in the MAC, And it makes sense if, you know, you get down to it, and they're the top four seeds. Um, we could really see them playing in the semifinals and then the two winners meeting in the MAC tournament championship game to see who gets the automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. So that's kind of exciting to see. You know, again, Toledo's right up there. So they could be anything really a number one, a number two, a number three, or even a number four seed. Um, their schedule is easier than Akron's for sure. And, you know, it, or Ball State, really, they, their schedule isn't that easy either. So there's, you know, everyone really down the stretch here has games that they've got to come out there and play. And I think this game against Eastern Michigan was good for Toledo because it was a game that they struggled. Toledo didn't shoot the ball as well. They played really good defense, but they didn't shoot the ball as well. And, um... You know, they even fell behind by four late in the game on the road, but they showed that their experience and, um, you know, just the, their experience really, they've been there before, their talent, their abilities, that, that they they know how to win. And and that's, that's good, you know, that that's something that's going to help down the stretch here in these last what is it, uh, last six games of the regular season, and then into the MAC tournament. So, 
switching just a little bit, going over back to Coach K, you know, 250 wins now as the head coach at the University of Toledo. Um, he's done a great job. Uh, the one knock has always been not making it to the NCAA tournament. He's led the team to several postseason tournaments, just never the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, regular season MAC titles. They've won the last two, trying to make it three straight this year, but never the MAC tournament championship. Um, so that's kind of the knock. But he's had a great career career here at Toledo. He's he's really stepped this basketball program up and built it up, and um, they have they have played very well. And you know, one of the questions is when is it going to be that time that they're finally going to get over the hump, win the MAC tournament title? and play in the NCAA tournament. This is definitely one of those years that can happen. I still think that Kent State is really tough, especially when they are going to play on a neutral court in um, Cleveland, which isn't very far for Kent State fans, so they're going to have a lot of fans there too. So I still think that they're going to be really tough. Um, but Toledo certainly has the potential to win the MAC tournament and go to the NCAA tournament. There's no doubt about it. And you can't count this team out. Um, Ray J. Dennis, he if he's not the MAC player of the year, he's certainly up there as one of the top candidates. But I think, you know, he should be the MAC player of the year. You just watch what he does and the way he plays and how much better he makes Salido. Um, it's just amazing. And uh, you know, he he's a junior. He's expected to be back next year again as um for his final year. So that's exciting news, too, for Rocket fans. Um, so obviously you have to see how things play out. <clears throat> but, um, you know, he just really makes this team go. And, um, you know, it's not just him as well when you look at the, the just the team in general, right? Um, they just know how to win. So it, it, it's that clear. They know how to win. And they, they win tough games, close games. All right, so now we're going to take a look at the women's side and the women's basketball team. And earlier in the day on Saturday, they defeated the Miami Red Hawks in Miami, or in Oxford, Ohio, I should say, at Miami, 71-58. to And um, this was win number seven in a row for the women's basketball team. Uh, Coach Kulup has them playing really well. They're 19 and four overall, 10 and two in the conference. Um, interesting that both the men's and women's teams are sitting there right now with 19 wins on the season. You know, the men's team is 19 and six, the women's team at 19 and four, both 10 and two in the conference. So it's interesting. They both had the same conference record. Uh, when you look at the standings, um, the women's team is a game out of first place. Both Bowling Green and Ball State are 11 and 1, and then Toledo is 10 and 2. Uh, so they are a game out. Kent State is currently fourth at 7 and 5. So Toledo seems to have a pretty good lead there. Three game lead on Kent State with, what, six games to go. So most likely they're going to be at least the number three seed. Um, you know, they could jump into the number one or number two seed. They're just a game behind both Bowling Green and Ball State. As you look down the stretch, they have two of their last three games are against Ball State and Bowling Green. 
Matter of fact, you look at the last three games at Ball State, then home against Kent State, who is currently fourth, and then home against Bowling Green. So they do have a tough stretch at the very end, the last three games against the teams that are currently number one, number two, and number four in the conference. Um, so that, that'll be a tough stretch, but it also keeps them to that ability to still win the MAC regular season title and have the number one seed into the women's tournament. Um, when you take a look at their schedule remaining, they have the game on Wednesday at Western Michigan, and then they are home against Eastern Michigan on Saturday. Um, realistically, both of those games should be wins. They should go to 12-2 and two at that point, and then an interesting four-game stretch at Akron, but then at Ball State, home against Kent State, and then home against their main rivals, Bowling Green. Um, when you look at their conference games, they lost at Bowling Green 76 versus 88 to 76. And then they lost at Northern Illinois 67 to 66. Um, so those were their two losses this year. And, you know, Kent State, they played them and beat them 77 to 68 earlier. Um, Ball State, they beat them 83-76 to 76 earlier this year. So that's two of the games remaining at the end. Of course, and then Bowling Green is the game, you know, Bowling Green led that game most of the game. It was at Bowling Green. Toledo came in and got it really close. They're late in the game, but then Bowling Green kind of pulled away again. Um, but this time it's in Toledo. It's a main rival. You never know what's going to happen there. Uh, Bowling Green has played really, really well this year. They definitely seem to me like they're the best team in the MAC, even though Ball State is right up there with them. It's interesting. Ball State's only conference loss, though, has been to Toledo. Um, and they will play again, and this time it'll be at Ball State. So that's going to be a tough game for the Rockets. But, you know, they win that game. It sets them up for the chance to win the MAC regular season title. So that's going to be a key game. That's February 25th on a Saturday that they play in Muncie, Indiana. So, um, you know, again, both the men's and women's teams are right in the thick of things. You know, the men's team is tied for first place. And currently, if the regular season ended today, they would be the number two seed. And the women's team is in third place and would be the number three seed in the MAC tournament in theirs. So um, both teams playing great again. Uh, it's been this way now for a couple of years that you have both teams playing great. And <clears throat> last year, both teams lost in the MAC tournament. So they're going to be looking to avenge that when we get to the MAC tournament play in Cleveland um, just here in a few weeks. Um, yes, about a month here, actually. So, you know, it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. And, um, you know, the women's team, they, They've had great runs in the WNIT, but they they want to be in the NCAA tournament and the women's NCAA tournament and show that they belong there. And same thing for the men, you know. They haven't been to the NCAA tournament in a long, long time. And Coach, uh, Coach Kowalczyk, you know, he needs to show that, sure, he's he's had a great career here at Toledo, but the one thing that's been missing has been winning the MAC tournament and going to the NCAA tournament. And um, he needs to show that that can be done. Um, 
you know, Toledo is um, a school that prides themselves on excellence, both on the court and in the classroom. And, you know, you're constantly seeing it get done in the classroom and they've been really, really good on the court, but it's time to take that extra step and go to the NCAA tournament. So it's going to be a fun month here as the regular season um, winds down and then we get into the MAC tournament. And um, that's pretty much it for the updates today. And uh, you know, tune in in a couple of days here and we'll have another episode. Thank you.